Thank you for listening to today's message. Avenue Church is a Christian church located in Las Vegas. For more information, visit avenuechurch.cc. Enjoy the message. I wanted to read the scripture uh, to start out this new series. And it's what it says, Luke chapter 1. It said, God sent an angel, Gabriel, to Nazareth. Man, how many love Christmas? Come on. It's December 1st already. It said, God sent an angel, Gabriel, to Nazareth, a town in Galilee to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. An angel went to her and he said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Come on, some good news this morning. God is with us. I love this. Mary was greatly troubled at his words. I'm wondering what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid. Now think about a big old angel, right? You're like, do not be afraid. Okay, right? Don't be afraid, he says, for you have found favor with God. You have found favor with God. You will conceive a, and give birth to a son. You're to call him Jesus. He will be great. He'll be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. He'll reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never, ever end. How many know God built this church? The gates of hell will not prevail against it. It'll never end. Devil, you can't touch this. Come on. It'll never end. And she said, how could this be? Since I'm a virgin. An angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you. The power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One will be born, will be called the Son of God. So let's pray this morning. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, God, we thank you. God, we thank you for all that you're doing in our lives. But Father, I pray that as we go into 2020, we have 30 days left, 31 days left of 2019. That God, I pray, remind us this morning that you're with us. Remind us this morning that you have favor over our lives. Now, Father, I pray for every single person here today, whether you need healing in your bodies, whether you need the God to speak to you, whether you're here today and it's a Hail Mary for you today, and you're saying, Holy Spirit, I need you to speak to my life today. The Father, I pray for myself this morning. The Father, I pray you give me knowledge and wisdom and understanding greater beyond my own comprehension. Father, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you begin to speak through me be able to articulate this powerful word today in Jesus name and everybody shout it amen come on do me a favor high five your neighbor and say are you ready are you ready are you ready come on thank you man thank you very much find a seat real quick are you ready are you ready come on somebody are you ready so man church I want to thank everybody for he being here today. And uh, when I say, are you ready? You know what comes to my mind? Well, thank you for asking. I appreciate that, finally. All right. You know what comes to my mind when people say, are you ready? I think about date night. That's what I think about. Why do I think about date night? Because I was 22 years old when I married my wife. I found her. I was so ready for her church. Come on, somebody. I was prayed up. I fasted. I, I was ready. And so when we got married, I was still ready. And now on date night, I'm still waiting. I, I'm still ready. Are you ready? My hair ain't done yet. My outfit ain't ready yet. Right? Are you ready? 
ready. And we always try to have a date night. We always try to get out there and uh, have a great dinner, something fancy like In-N-Out, you know, or... Or Cafe Rio, or Brio, whatever it is. And we have date night. We'll go see a movie. I remember one particular night, my wife was like, let's go see a movie. And so I was like, you bet, let's go. And so we went up to the thing, and she paid for it. And uh, no, I paid for it. Excuse me, I paid for it. And, uh, but she voiced her, uh, uh, you know, she, I want to go see this movie. And it was called, I don't know if you've heard of this, it's called Les Miserables, right? Les Miserables. It's, it's French or something like that for it'll make you miserable, all right? It'll make you miserable. It's a miserable miserable movie. And I, 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 I don't know if you know who I am. If you're new here today, can we welcome you? Thank you for being here today. Thanks for checking us out today. By the way, if you have a Connect card, fill that out. You can give it to one of our great teams or take it to Avenue Central, but fill out that Connect card. But man, I'm hard of hearing. I'm deaf in this year. We're hearing aid in this year. And so deaf people don't like musicals, okay? Because we don't know what's going on. We went to Phantom of the Opera one year, and I was like, I have no idea what is happening, right? All I hear is music, and I can't, I can't make out the singing. And so we're in this movie, and most musicals, they talk, right? They're always like, Hey, can you give me this cup of water? I love water, right? And they kind of segue into a musical thing. Not this movie, all right? This movie was like, I have a cup of water. I was like, why? And so I turned my wife. I want to give you a little disclaimer. Theater's packed. But deaf people do not whisper, all right? We don't know how. We have no idea how to whisper. So I turned to her and I said, they're going to sing the entire time. And the theater kind of laughed a little bit. My wife was like, you know what I mean? Like, we're quiet. And during the, I mean, I'm trying. I, I'm trying to be a good husband. Man, where you at, right? I'm trying to focus in on this thing. And I lost it when, what is it, Gladiator was in the, in the sewer. And he's like, I'm going to come and get you. And Wolverine was like, I don't care. I was like, No. I can't do this, all right? I can't have Wolverine and Gladiator have a rap battle. I cannot watch this thing. But I will tell you, there's a musical I do like. Uh, we were watching on Netflix when my son was little, and I said, you know what? Uh, let's find something else to watch. Something, we just Netflix, right? You're just trying to find something. And we found Shrek the Musical. It was powerful. Shrek the Musical. You know, the ogre? And... And so in this musical, though, it's a live action musical, and uh, I can't endorse it, but there's a scene in the musical, because they talk a little bit, and then they sing, talk a little bit, and they sing, because it's a good mixture. And Shrek actually has parents. Can you believe this? Right, he came from somewhere. And so Shrek had parents, he'd have mom and dad ogre, and there was little, like, teenage Shrek, right? So Shrek was younger and littler, and their parents busted out to a song, and they're singing about how great the world is. And I, I sang last service, my wife, I'm looking right at my wife right now, right? And I'm deaf, remember, I'm deaf, all right? Deaf people can't whisper nor sing. And so, uh, and they have a song they're singing, they're saying, it's a big, bright, beautiful world, right? It's a big, bright, beautiful world. It's like a good little jam. And then they turn to her son, but not for you. I was like, no way. That's why Shrek is angry. That's why Shrek ain't merry and bright, right? That's why Shrek's got issues. Because the parents are saying it's a big, bright, beautiful world, but not for you. I have an agenda during this series that me, sometimes we walk around saying life is miserable and it's big and bright, but it's not for me. It's not for me, and here's my agenda during this month. Maybe there's a stigma for you in the Christmas season. Maybe going into the holidays, you say Thanksgiving was great, but man, there's, there's something just attached to the holidays where I get maybe depressed. Maybe I get hurt. 
Maybe there's a memory that was unfortunate. Maybe there's somebody in my life that, that was close to me and now they're gone. And you know, it's just hard to enjoy the holidays. Now, I'm not saying we forget and we move on. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying we buy more presents. I'm not saying we, we go out and, and try to do what we do to feel better about ourselves. That's not what I'm saying. What I want to tell you, my agenda during this series is for you to walk out of this room and enter into the Christmas season saying, you know what? I am merry and I am bright. I have the joy of the Lord in my heart. I'm ready to be light in a dark place. How many need this word today? And you're saying this Christmas is going to be different. This Christmas is going to be different. Not because my outward circumstances have changed, but because God's changed my heart. God's changed my heart. God's changed my heart. So I'm going to ask you today, are you ready to make an impact? Are you ready? Maybe for you, I'm going to ask you today, are you like Mary? I love the scripture. And if you've ever, ever been to Avenue Church today, we're going to go line by line, verse by verse today. And here's what it says in Luke chapter 1. Here's what, where it all began. It was that Mary was just minding her own business and God sent an angel to Mary. I love that. I've been reading that over and over this week. Mary's minding her own business. She's going to do what she's doing. Black Friday shopping, going to work, whatever it is. And God sends an angel. You know what that tells me? God is active. God is listening. And God is near. God hears your prayers. He knows exactly where you're at. He knows where to find you. And God said, Gabriel, I need you to get Mary some good news. I need you to get Mary some good news. And this is in a culture where, 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 where culture back then, they, did not inva- they didn't value women nor honor or respect women. But here's God sending his very best to Mary. I'm here to tell you, God doesn't value what culture values. The Bible says, don't be conformed to this culture, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. God wants to use nobody to tell everybody about a somebody named Jesus. That's what I love about our church. Who in the heck is Avenue Church? Who's Jeremy and Lindsay Bozma, right? No, we're nobodies. Telling everybody about a somebody named Jesus. But here's what I found interesting about Mary. It says she was a descendant of royalty. But though she was a descendant of royalty, she's related to kings. In her present circumstances, she's actually poor. She wasn't marrying up. She was about to marry Joseph. Joseph wasn't, ain't no king, right? <laughs> hey, Joseph, you know. He didn't have none of that. He was a carpenter. And how many know that there's sometimes in life where we say, you know what? What I currently see, I see where I came from. It doesn't match what I thought would be. What I see isn't what could be. That what I've what I always dreamt for my life, it's nowhere near that. There's some people in this room, you're saying, man, I thought by the time I was 30, I'd be here. By the time I was 40 or 50, I thought I'd be retired by now, but now I'm stuck here. See, what do you do when you're in that kind of situation? I believe Mary was. I believe Mary, the theologians believe that she knew exactly where she came from. She knew she was royalty, but her circumstances didn't fit the description. Their circumstance didn't fit the description. Did you know what? 2019, maybe just uh, this past January, 
Maybe you were like, come on, 21-day fast. We do it every year at Avenue Church. We could do it again in January 2020 where we give God the first fruits of our years by giving up something, food or social media or TV, cussing, whatever your forte is. Come on, you be you, all right? But maybe this last January you're saying, 2019, mm, going to be my year, right? Come on, somebody. But how many know, maybe it was more like this. I made a meme real quick. Maybe in January you were like, come on, Jesus. But 2019 was like, no, I got a different story. How many know I'm talking about? How, how, can you raise your hand and be real this morning and say, that is me, right? 2019 kicked me in the teeth. It kicked me. It throat punched me, right? Like, Jesus. 2019 like, bam. Like, oh, God. But I'm here to tell you, what do you do What you currently think or see doesn't line up with what you thought would be. But here's what I love about the Bible. You can put angry lady down, right? You, hey, I want you to know there's growth track where you can discover your purpose. You can make a difference. All right, you can put that down real quick. All right. But here's what I love. The Bible said God sent an angel to a virgin. To a virgin. No, virgin means she was set apart. Virgin means she was holy. And here in Avenue Church, the goal is not just to have fun. We're going to have fun today. Come on, tell your neighbor, we're having fun already, all right? We're going to have fun today. But that's not the goal of Avenue Church. The goal is holiness. It's holiness. Now, remember, holiness isn't, I'm isolated from everybody else. I'm holier than you. No, holiness is saying, God, purify me, set me apart. I don't want to be a slave to sin, slave to nothing. I want to be holy. But when the Bible says that God sent an angel to a virgin, it doesn't just talk about purity. And here's what I believe. When we say purity, some of you disregard yourself in that story. You say, I am nowhere pure. I've been, I haven't been right. I, I'm living in sin. I can't, I can't be married. Mary such a high bar in my life. I want to encourage you today how good a God that we serve. That God doesn't look at your resume. He looks at your destiny. He looks ahead. He says, I know where you've been, and I love you. I got grace over your life, but that is not who you are. That's who you are. I got a plan for your life. I have a destiny for your life. I've created you for something greater. Not your resume. It's your destiny. You can give a clap for that. Like, oh, that's good. That's good. Oh. But I believe God wants to do something powerful in your life. You're like, Prove it, Pastor. John chapter 8. There's an adulterous woman. She was caught in the act of adultery. And the Pharisees, Sadducees, they grabbed her in the axe. They caught her. She was right there. They pulled her out into the streets. They put her at the feet of Jesus. They said, we caught her. Caught. No excuses this time. No lying. We caught her. And they said, Jesus, according to the law, we get to stone her. All right? Not that kind of stoning, but rocks. They threw it at her. All right? And they would stone her to death. Can you hear what Jesus' response said? Jesus said, he who without sin, if you don't have any sin in your life, you can throw the first stone. What a great response. If you're perfect, right, if you're holy of holies, you can throw the first stone. You can throw the first stone. My wife threw it. Ah, no, I'm kidding. Right. And Jesus said, he without sin can cast the first stone. And you know what the Bible says? From the oldest to the youngest. How many know the oldest was wiser? I was just saying, eh, whatever. You know, I like... They understood when Jesus said. And so the elder generation led the younger generation. They put their stones down. They walked away. The adulterous woman looked up at Jesus, and Jesus says, Does anyone condemn you? Do I condemn you? Where are your accusers at? And she says, No. 
Jesus may have caught her, but he never condemned her. He may have caught her, but he never condemned her. And Jesus said, neither do I. And here's what he said. Here's the process of her purity. Here's the process of her new virginity. Jesus said, neither do I. Go and sin no more. Get up. Get up. I love the kind of Savior that we serve, right? He said, get up and go. Sin no more. He didn't say, go and sin no more. What's wrong with you? No, he said, go and sin no more. Psalm 51.10, creating me a pure heart. Renew a steadfast spirit within me. God said, you are now a new creation in Christ Jesus. It's not your resume. It's your destiny. Not your resume. It's your destiny. But here's what I never realized before. Here's what I never realized before. See, at that time, even scholars believe a different word was used instead of virgin. But instead of virgin, it should say a woman ready to be married. You know what that tells me? It tells me that Mary wasn't just pure. Mary was available. Mary was available. Mary was available. Virginity doesn't only mean purity. It means availability. God, I'm ready. God, you want to use me? There's an old song. You can use anyone, anything, Lord, but you can use me. I don't know why I'm singing more of this service, but that's okay. Because God's going to heal me in Jesus' name. Thank you. I heard that. But Mary was available for a miracle. I believe the more you're available, the more it sets you up for miracles. It sets you up for a miracle. Did you know what? I'm here to tell you, church, I'm not a rocket science, all right? I'm not a, a doctor or I'm not in the medical field, but I'm here to tell you that virgins don't get pregnant. Right? You're in a good place. I'm here to tell you it had to happen so that Christ could be born. Fully God and fully man. It's a fulfilling prophecy. But I'm here to tell you, virgins don't get pregnant. I'm here to tell you, deaf pastors shouldn't be communicators. I'm here to tell you, your past shouldn't line up with your present, what God is doing in your future. I'm here to tell you, things don't make sense, but God likes to come in and do the supernatural. He likes to mix it up. He likes to change things up. He likes to say, God, I am God for his praise and his glory. So are you available? Are you available? This holiday season, are you available? Sometimes we get busy, right? We got to decorate. We did that already. Come on. We got to put our lights up. We got to go shopping. Oh, my goodness, it's December 1st. Thank God for Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to get stuff. I, we got parties to go to, things to do. We got all kinds of stuff. And I want to ask you in this holiday season, are you available? Are you available? You see, my son, he loves sports. He's extremely competitive like his father. Come on, somebody. Okay. He's com extremely competitive. And uh, we, we, he played soccer for so many years. And how many know God is good? He moved from soccer to football. Thank you, Jesus. And God's praise. Yes, okay. And so now he loves football. And so what we like to do is we'll play football in the backyard. We'll kind of toss it back and forth. And, uh, and so we'll, we'll, we'll do that. Now we've upgraded to the street in the front of the house. 
And so my, even my leadership team will come over and leave us like, we'll go outside. And so we're playing football. I feel like that old movie when a car comes by, we go, game off. We took both to the side. How many know what I'm talking about? All right, car goes back, game on. All right, go back in the street. And so we're playing football. And my son, I try to teach him different plays and different routes to run. And he's always like, okay, Hail Mary, throw it to me. Frank, right? Like, okay. All right, Hail Mary, throw to him. And so I'll go, ready, set, hike. And I'll go back, and he'll just take off. I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. The first time I threw it, ah, bombed it, right? 3,000 yards. It was incredible, okay? We had to go drive the car and go get it. I'm kidding, all right? And so I threw it, and all of a sudden it's in the air, and it just plops right down behind him because he keeps running, right? <laughs> You're like, Forrest, come back. So he comes all the way back, and I said, Levi, hey, man, you're, am I fast at? You are super fast. <laughs> but when you get to a certain point, you got to look back. you got to see where that ball's coming from. Because how many know in football, when the quarterback throws it and the receiver runs, there has to be perfect timing. There's got to be perfect timing. So the moment I time it, the moment I throw it, is the moment he looks back, sees it, grabs it, and gets a touchdown. But there has to be timing with the Father. That when the Father blesses you, you got to be ready to receive it. But not only are you ready to receive it, far too many of us, and it's going to sound like a rebuke, but I promise you I have encouragement at the end of this statement. Far too many of us, we have too many Hail Marys in our life. What's a Hail Mary in football? It's the last play. One second of hope. Man, I just need one more touchdown to win. I got to make it. There's two seconds left on the clock. And far too many of us, we say, God, I'm doing my own thing. I don't need you. I'm doing my own thing. I'm running my own plays. I'm doing my own thing. And God is saying, man, there's too many Hail Marys. But let's do it. Because our God is a God of grace and mercy. Our God is never too early, which I hate, but he's never too late which I love. He's always right on time. And we say, God, you know, Hail Mary. God says, set hike. He said, let's make it happen. But I'm here to tell you, well, our availability lines up with God's timing is when we experience miracles. When our availability lines up with God's timing, that's when we begin to experience miracles. Pastor, how do I become merry and bright this holiday season? Be available. Be available. Be willing. See, availability means being available. It means you're ready. God, I'm ready to be used by you today. Now, can I ask you a real question, though? What if you're available? What if you're willing what if you're ready? What if you're praying, fasting, you're, you're, you're set apart, you're doing amazing things for God, and you're saying, God, I am so ready, and I'm available. But what do we do when God doesn't show up? What do we do when God doesn't throw the ball? What do we do when it just feels miserable and terrible? What do we do? What do we do when it just feels like the same prayer? I keep praying. It's been another year, another year. What do we do? What does it feel like to do the same old thing? Because that's what God's Word says. Pray, read my Word. I'm going to be faithful, but nothing changes. What do we do? I'm here to tell you, just be faithful. 
be available, and be faithful. But in the waiting season, I hate seasons, by the way. Come on. But in the waiting season, see, a season is going from A to B. It's going from this one to the next one. But the in-between, in the waiting season, when you're stuck, when it feels like God isn't moving, when we feel like God isn't running the play, is when we make stupid mistakes. And all the Christians said, yeah, amen, is when we make stupid mistakes. That sometimes we say, I'm so sick and tired of people asking me, are you dating somebody? I'm married, all right, so I'm using somebody else, okay? Are you, are you dating somebody? When are you going to get married? I'm so sick and tired of that. And you know what? I'm so tired of waiting for the one, so I'm just going to pick one. Come on, somebody. That maybe you somebody, if you're a young lady in this room, maybe, maybe you wrote down, you know what, Lord? I want a man who will carry his cross for Jesus. I need a man of God. And then another year passes by, you're like, I'm kidding. I just want a man with a cross tattoo. I'll take anything. I'll take anything, Jesus, right? Are you a Christian? What's that? Don't worry about it. Come on, you're killed. Mm. But I'm here to tell you, we do stupid things in the waiting season. We're saying, God, I'm available. I'm ready. Pastor Jeremy's message said so. But where are you? Where are you? I don't know. I've heard of this. I've seen this in movies, things like that. I've never experienced this because I'm a man of God, okay? But have you ever seen people, if they're dating somebody, couldn't wait, said, you know what? Mm, I just I want to date somebody. I want to be labeled as lonely or alone. And they're dating somebody, and they're like, this is okay. This is all right. And then somebody better comes along. You're like, oh, hey, uh, oh, no, I'm stuck. I need to break up. And so, this is not a, da- a dating relationship series, all right? Calm down. And then we, well, we pull the kind of the Christian breakup lines. We're like, hey, listen, uh, you know, I really need to get closer to Jesus, all right? His name is not Jesus, okay? Calm down. But, you know, I, I think we need to take a break, you know? And then the next day you're like, hey, what's up? You want to go in my small group? Nah. Why do I tell you that story? Because so many of us, we're dating or going steady with our own agendas. We're dating or going steady with my schedule, my timeline. God, here's what I want you to do, God. Are we praying prayers that honor God and say, God, whatever you will? Or are we praying prayers saying, God, listen up. This is what needs to take place. I need you to bless this. But are you available? Say, God, here I am. Send me. Use me any way you want. So are you available? Are you available? You know, I'm going to tell you this next story to impress you, but uh, I run with my dog sometimes, all right? You feel impressed already? Come on, somebody. And so one night I took my dog out. I was running with my, my mini golden doodle named Chloe, one years old. Come on. And uh, so we're running on the trail. And I remember one, this one particular evening. It was cold. And so I didn't want to run forever. I said, oh, okay, I'm going to get to a certain point. Then we're going to turn around and get home because I am cold and I want to get home. And so I remember I went to a point. Like, okay, come on, Chloe. And I went back home. I was like, finally, we're going to get home earlier. I just want to be home. I remember I ran past a lady. I said, yo, what's up? And she went, 
hello. And I went, all right. And then the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And this doesn't happen often, all right? So don't get weird with me in the lobby. I'm a woo, you know? And so the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And the Holy Spirit said, tell her I have a plan for her life. Tell her I have a plan for her life. And I wish I could tell you, God's man of faith and power. And I was like, in the name of Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, no, I went like this. I'm good. <laughs> I'm serious. I was like, I'm okay. Like, okay, God, number one, it's dark. <laughs> number two, I'm a man, right? I'd be like, hey, lady, come here. You know, like, I got a word from the Lord for you. You know, I'm like, no, no. No. I kid you not. I said, no, I'm good. <laughs> I, ran. I took maybe 10 steps, and the Holy Spirit just impressed on my heart. And I said, fine. You know what I mean? Like, fine. Like, I'm doing him a favor. Like, fine. I'm available, you know. And I went to her, and then she turned. I couldn't find her. Then I felt even more stupid. You know I mean? I'm like, where did she go? Like, Chloe, sniff her, right? Like, find her. So we took a corner, and I saw her. And from a distance, I kept the helping distance, by the way. I was like, excuse me, excuse me. Not trying to kill you. You know what I mean? Like, and I came to her, and I said, hey, I just, I, I just feel impressed that God wants you to know that he has a plan for your life. And I can see it hit her. I mean, she was like, oh. Well, God's got a plan for everybody. And all of a sudden, I felt the Holy Spirit just drop in my heart. I said, no, God has a plan for your life. And he's even dropped something in, into your heart that you know exactly what it is, but God wants you to step out on that. He wants you to step into that and take a step and take a chance with him. And she was just, I mean, I see tears roll up in her eyes. And I was like, okay, my, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm not the hero of the story. God is. But listen to me, church. Are you available? But are you flexible? Are you flexible for God to interrupt your schedule, to change it all down? Are you available? But are you flexible? Are you saying, God, I can deal with the change. God, I can deal with the detour. Because it's not about me. It's about you. And because I'm available, I believe I'm now flexible. Where God will reroute. You want know to love? The more we think about this, the more God brings the opportunity to minister. The more God brings the opportunity to minister. Are you available and flexible to go out of your way to impact a life? Are you flexible with your time? Are you saying, God, I'll take the unnecessary detours to reach the one. God, I'll go in the growth track today. It's growth track step one. God, I get to discover my unique design so you can reveal your destiny to me. God, I'll get plugged in and start serving on the A-team. God, I am ready. So many times we say, God, I'm busy. God, we got stuff to do. God, the Bears, don't have, they have a bye week, so maybe I can go to step one today. You know, God, I'm busy. I'm here to tell you, are we flexible? Are we flexible with our time? We got a couple outreach things coming up this month and in January. To say, you know what? I'm going to carve out some time. Are you flexible in the grocery store? Are you flexible at your work? Are you flexible whenever God drops a word in your spirit? And there's somebody in this room, you say, yeah, yeah, that's because you're a pastor. Jeremy, I mean, no, 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 you're a minister too. And God wants to speak to you. God speaks to those who are available and flexible. Why are you, are you flexible with everything? See, in December 22nd, we're going to have what we call a legacy giving. Our legacy offering. And our legacy offering is going to propel the vision into 2020. But we're also, we have lots of little fun projects that we're going to do. 
I want to encourage you, church. This is a, this is not, uh, I will never twist your arm. We don't pass the bucket here at Avenue Church. The Bible says that, that they, God loves a generous spirit, a generous heart, that we believe giving is active, that when we pray, God, what do you want? God says, here's an amount on your heart. Not because I said it, but because God said it. And that's when you begin to see miracles, not in our church life, but in your life, in your personal finances. So it's your finances. I feel like sometimes I could be poking the bear. Whoa, I got a Christmas budget. And God is saying, is your finances available? Is your finances flexible? Is your time, is your heart, are you available and are you flexible? Here's what I love. The angel of the Lord went to Mary. He said, greetings. You who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. And this is what the Bible says. Mary was greatly troubled. She was greatly troubled at his words. She was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this would be. Have you ever had a boss say, hey, I want to see you in my office in two days. And you're like, what kind of greeting must this be? Is this a good greeting or a bad greeting? I am troubled in my heart. Am I getting fired or am I getting promoted? Come on, can I get a witness, somebody? What did I say this time, right? What did I do this time? But then when, by the time you worry and fret, two days later comes in, you go to your boss's office, you're sweaty, you're nervous, you're sitting down, and your boss says, you know what, you've been doing a tremendous job. We're going to promote you. We're going to move you around. We're going to make things happen to you. And you walk out of that boss's office, and you say, what great favor. What great favor. I love the word favor. Favor means unmerited grace. Favor is undeserved. Favor is given. Favor is grace. Favor is grace. And here's what I believe. Mary received favor not because she was available, not just because she was pure. I believe all those things come into play. But I believe Mary was humble. The moment the angel of the Lord came to her, she didn't say, about time. Angel of the Lord showed up. She said, I knew it. I came from royalty. When the angel of the Lord came, Mary said, I'm humbly before you. And this is what the Bible says in James chapter 4, verse 6. The Bible says, but he gives us more grace. I'll be grateful for the grace of God. He gives us more grace. So it's funny. We're grateful for grace, but we need to give grace out more. Man, we are grateful for grace. But that's why Scripture says, God opposes the proud but he shows favor to the humble. Pastor, how do I get more favor? Humility. 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 How do I get more favor? By going the extra mile. By being a blessing to others. Instead of walking around saying, I'm God's gift to this place, you walk around and say, how can I be a gift to this place? How can I be a gift? How do I have favor? Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, it says, For if my people who are called by my name shall humble, say humble, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their ways. Turn from their ways. You know what turning means? It just means repentance. It just means I'm going into the darkness, but I decided to turn and go into the light, into what God has planned for my life. Pray, seek my face, turn from my ways. Then I will hear from heaven. 
Greetings. You are highly favored. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. I will hear from heaven and I'll forgive their sin and I will heal their land. I believe with all my heart, Mary was humble. She was available. She was praying and she was ready. And that angel came and the angel said, Mary, God sees you. He hears you. He's placed favor on you and he is with you. He is with you. Come on, Avenue Church. God is with you. He's with you in your darkest moments. He's with you with the tears. He's with you with the joy. God is with you. I I promise you our perspective begins to change when we know we're not alone. God is with me. God is with me. God is with me. I believe Mary was humble. She was praying. But she was waiting on a promise. She was waiting. She was ready. She was ready. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. 700 years before Luke chapter 1, Isaiah begins to say, Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Here's your sign this morning. That a virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. God with us. Mary is fulfilling prophecy because she was available, because she was willing. And I'm here to tell you, Avenue Church, you say, what's that got to do with me? I want to share with you this morning. Your life is fulfilling prophecy. If you feel like you have no purpose, you feel like you have no hope, you feel like you've hit the rock bottom, you've hit the end of the rope, I'm here to tell you, God has a plan for your life. God has a prophetic plan for your life. I'm going to prove it to you today. How so, Pastor Jeremy? Let me show you. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. It says this, For I know, for it says, For we are God's handiwork. We are God's masterpiece created in Christ to do good works which God prepared in advance. God prepares us in advance. The Bible says, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. And before I formed you, I placed good things inside of you. And in those good things mean good plans. You know, God didn't place me on this earth and said, ah, forgot to give him hearing. Nuts. You know, like, he's deaf. God didn't place you on this earth and went, oh no, I have nothing for them to do. God placed you on this earth with gifts, with purpose, with a plan. Jeremiah 29, 11, we all love this. This for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Come on, church, plans to prosper you. How many like that one? Come on, Jesus, right? Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Can we clap for that? Yes, Jesus. I love this verse. God's got plans for my life. He's going to hook me up. He's going to prosper me. He's going to succeed me. He's going to fill my checking account. Come on, somebody. He's not going to harm me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. He has plans for my life to give me hope and a future. Yes! But then it says this in the next verse. Then you will call on me. You'll come and pray to me. And I will listen to you. If we humble ourselves, if my people humble themselves and pray, then you will hear from heaven. If you seek me, you will find me. 
You don't have to promise for us today that when you draw near to God, when you seek him with all your heart, he's going to draw near to you and you will find him. He's not some dude in the sky. He's a father. He's a father. And if you seek me with your heart, your available heart, your available heart. See, Mary and Bright, I wish I could say, man, it means it's going to be incredible. It's going to be amazing. Mary and Bright doesn't always mean it's going to be comfortable. I believe Mary and Bright means faithful. Faithful. God, I'm just available. God, I'm flexible. But God, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I don't know if you went out on this last Friday, but it was Black Friday shopping. There's like deals and doorbusters. Monday, they like Cyber Monday. You can look at advertisements. There's sometimes a deal you'll see that's too good to be true. How many of you I'm talking about? I once saw a deal on Wish.com. Everyone heard of that? Stay away from that website, please. And before we went, it was two weeks before camping, I went to wish.com. But man, these lanterns are cheap, right? And so I was like, that's too good to be true. And so I ordered some lanterns, and uh, they, they were super cheap. And so I ordered them for camping. And but, but when we went camping, they were not in my mailbox. A month later, after we went camping, the lanterns finally came to my house. And when they came to my house, I opened it up. I pulled them up. They were smaller than the picture, all right? And they didn't even work too good to be true. But let me tell you, church, God's plan for your life, it's not too good to be true. God's plan for your life, it's too good. Because God is too good. And God's put a plan in your life. God wants to use you for his praise and his glory. But we got to remain set apart. We got to remain available. We got to remain flexible. I'm here to tell you, God has fought for you. He has won for you. He is with you. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. If God is for you, who can be against you? And here's what I want to proclaim over your life, that God is saying, get up and go. Let's go. Let's begin to see what God can do. Will you stand with me, please? I'd love to pray over you today. And we're going to go into our host moment in just a minute. And I love what the Bible says. Mary says, how can this be? She's asking a second time now. She says, how can this be since I'm a virgin? You know, Mary asked how, not because of doubt. She got past all that quickly. Not because of fear. She moved, she moved from that. But she asked how because she was ready. She was ready. I believe she was ready all along, but she needed some convincing. And then she said, how? What's my next step? I'm, re- I'm canceling my plans. I want to do what God wants. I want God's plan for my life. That there are many in this room, you're afraid to step out. You're afraid to encounter what God has for your life. And let me tell you, our flesh will make us feel like we're losing everything. But our spirit's going to remind us we're gaining everything. It's an amazing plan. It's incredible what God has in store. It's incredible for the Father to be in charge. It's incredible to be available and flexible to see what God can do. How many know my jogging story isn't the only story, but you're going to have a story to tell as well because I'm available 
and I am flexible. Now I'm excited that this Christmas season, on December 24th, we're doing three Christmas Eve services. Come on, somebody. And so thank you, A-Team. Thank you for bringing your friends, those that are close to you, far from God. But I want to encourage you today to say, God, I'm willing. So with every head bowed, if I close, I'm going to proclaim this over your life. But you say, God, I don't know how, but I'm ready. God, I got issues, but I'm willing. God, I messed up, but I'm flexible. I've decided today to repent, to change directions. And I love the story in verse 35. Every head bowed, if I close. The angel said, the Holy Spirit will come on you. The power of the Most High God will overshadow you. So the Holy One born will be called the Son of God. That church, when you take a step today, whether it's the step to say, I'm going to be flexible, I'm going to be available, I'm going to be set apart, I'm going to give my life to Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit's going to step in and give you power. He's going to strengthen you. With every head bowed, every eye closed, Father, I pray for everybody who's here today. And God, I pray, give us the strength. Father, I pray, give us the clarity. Father, help us to hear you. Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that, God, we've decided to be available this holiday season. Now, God, we're not going to get wrapped up in the hustle and bustle and the busyness of it all. But, God, we're going to say, I am available. But, Father, I'm now flexible. I'm flexible in every area of my life. So, God, I pray, speak to me because I'm willing. Now, Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Maybe you're in this room and you're waiting and waiting and waiting. I'm going to encourage you, be patient, because it's coming. God has sent an angel. The word from the Lord is coming, because you will hear from heaven. You will hear from heaven. And I pray today, let's be ready. If you're here today, and you say, I've never given my life to Jesus, or maybe you're also here today, and you said, I once was a Christ follower. I once loved Jesus with all my heart, but I've taken a step back. I'm ready today to give my life to Jesus. Maybe I'm so tired of being stuck. I'm tired of making decisions that are wrong. I'm here today ready to take a step towards Jesus Christ. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to call you out. I just want to ask, will you raise a hand, put it up, put it right back down so I can pray with you today. And if that is you, say, Pastor, will you pray a prayer with me? Just put a hand up and put it right back down. That's all I want. Yes, put it right back down. Yes, anyone else? Up, right back down. Yes, yes, anyone else? Up, right back down. That's all I want. Anyone else? Come on, that's a lot of hands this morning. How many know the Lord is with us? Emmanuel. So let's all pray this prayer together. Say, dear Jesus, say, I need you. Say, thank you for dying on the cross. Say, thank you for paying for what I did. So I receive your forgiveness. Say, be Lord of my life. Say, be number one. Say, the best way I know how, I'm going to live for you. Say, I now know who I am. Say, I'm available. I'm flexible. I say, I'm saved. I'm redeemed. I'm a child of God. Thank you for listening to today's message. Avenue Church is a Christian church located in Las Vegas. For more information, visit avenuechurch.cc.